Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. What's going on, folks? Thanks for hitting that download button to check out a brand new episode of Toys and Tech of the Trade, your one-stop shop for toys, tech, and talk with some assembly required. I'm your host, Rich, and if this is your first time checking out a show, welcome. Second of all, a little bit about what we do here. Toys and Tech of the Trade is an interview series where we sit down with content creators, entrepreneurs, and just kick-ass folks that are on our radar and share the gadgets, the gear, and everything that they use to create content, run their businesses, and just overall make their lives a little bit more easier and enjoyable. We've run the gamut when it comes to guests, whether it's uh, developers, gamers, podcasters, vloggers, content creators, uh, the list goes on and on, and we look forward to sharing many more of those stories with you in the coming weeks. With the introduction out of the way, I want to open things up with an apology. As many of you may or may not know, uh, the last episode of this podcast was back in November, I want to say. So December, January, February, March, we've essentially gone four months without a new episode. As a veteran podcaster, that is a, a big botch on my part. Not so much doing not doing an episode for four months, but not updating you, the listener, on what's going on. I mean... One of the biggest things about podcasting is the fact that you have to engage with your audience and keep them informed about what's going on. And I definitely dropped the ball with that. And, um, you know, the funny thing is that there's a few reasons for that. Uh, number one, I hit a, a really, really big creative block, I guess, writer's block, maybe. And, um, you know, between work and everything else, I just felt that I wasn't able to give the show not not the my attention because that's that's not really true um i just felt that i wasn't going to give it my best and it would have been a disservice to our guests and even the audience to just have uh a very paint by numbers blah 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 type of a podcast i mean you can hit download and find a million other podcasts that are capable of delivering that with a lot better production value and definitely just a better engagement. And because of that, I, like I said, I just, I felt, I don't want to say it was depression. Uh, depression's a very strong word and I don't want to use that. Um, I think writer writer's block, but just creator's block, I guess. I just haven't felt, um, just creative um, and not just for the podcast. I mean, even for the site, uh, which is crazy because, you know, back in February we did toy fair, which was amazing. A lot of great content came out of there. Uh, definitely got the creative juices flowing. And um, then, you know, all this crazy virus stuff happened and 
my priority shifted to you know keeping my my wife and my daughter safe uh my two sisters um one of which has uh disability that makes her immunocompromised my grandmother and a few others and um you know that's kind of where my focus has been just making sure that they're taken care of and um better off but i wanted to give you guys that real world update and um obviously we are we are toys and tech of the trade we do talk about the tech and the toys that keep us grounded, so to speak. And I actually wanted to take this opportunity to talk about what's uh, been going on with regards to working from home. As many of you across the country and even across the world, for that matter, know, um, there's been a lot of restrictions put in place to stop the spread of the coronavirus, COVID-19. And um, because of that, many of us, um, not so much me because I've been working from home for the last two years for my regular employer, but my wife uh, has been home and many other people that I know that are in my circle have been forced to adapt and work from home. And for many, this is a brand new experience for me. It's um, it's not so new because as I said, my, my day-to-day job um, has me on as somebody who, you know, telecommutes, works from home. And for the last two years, I've been able to do it. And I got to say that it has not been easy. Um, Prior to my daughter being born, uh, most days I'd be working and I would be in utter solitude. Um, My two sisters each would go to their adult uh, day programs. My grandmother went to her uh, senior citizens program. My brother was working. My wife was working. And it was just me. And initially you say to yourself, oh, man, this is cool. I could just you know, work at my own pace and eat however I want and go outside and do this and that. And, you know, that's, that's definitely a wonderful experience initially. But then what happens is days turn to weeks, weeks turns to turn to months, and it just becomes a lot of the same monotonous uh, day to day versus when you're in an office setting or in an environment where there's more people around, you can interact, have conversations, etc., And, you know, you can go outside, go for a walk, um, go grab lunch, come back, et cetera. Especially when I was working in an office, I had a a very large shopping center by me. So I'd go, I'd get my 10,000 steps, walk in the shopping center, grab something to eat, come back to work. Um, If I had to run any errands, go food shopping, it was it was easier. Um, When my daughter was born, she she definitely helped me pass the time a lot easier, uh, mostly because obviously priority one is keeping your kid alive that first year. But in addition to that, you know, there was someone to talk to, even if it was just talking to an infant, uh, it felt, it felt very fulfilling. It it gave me more purpose besides just my day to day nine to five job. And it made things easier. And as my daughter has grown, she's now uh, 18 months old, uh, it's it's definitely become a, a better part of my day waking up. We have breakfast together and, you know, I, she watches her cartoons. We usually hang out for a little bit. I put her down for a nap around 12, 1 o'clock. She'll sleep till around 3. She'll have her next meal and then she'll hang out in a giant play yard that we have in our living room until my wife gets home. And then, you know, she comes home and she kind of... Not that she takes over, but she kind of punches in 
and lets me just get my focus on my work and, you know, content for the site and things of that nature. And of course, I still burn the midnight oil late at, late at night uh, doing different things, whether it's social media or getting our shows out for the network. So definitely a lot of things. But, you know, my wife works a regular job, uh, nine to five, goes to an office and she was told to start working from home. And it was a bit of an adjustment um, just because they didn't really give her anything to telecommute like a laptop or anything like that. But, you know, I have a massive computer system here that I use for content creation and doing shows, et cetera. And then my office provided me a laptop, which I have plugged into a second monitor for uh, doing my day to day work. So she's able to use my desktop and I'm able to work on my company laptop and Everything is as it should be, but there's certain hurdles that came in, like something I don't worry about, uh, copy paper, for instance, you know, my wife is like, oh, I have to print out reports, you know, how much paper do you have? I think I've had the same three reams of paper for like for the, the last two years I've worked from home. Um, the only thing I use here and there a little bit more of is toner with a laser printer, but even still it might last six months to a year, but you know, things like paper. Uh, certain office supplies, phone calls in particular, like, you know, I'm on company conference calls now with uh, the bulk of my day-to-day coworkers working from home. We're now doing video conferencing. So it's it's definitely a challenge. And, you know, it it's it's made us question just how prepared we are to work from home. Not so much myself, because like I said, I've been doing it for so long, but my spouse, and I know many of you out there are experiencing similar challenges. And I want to just share a couple of recommendations, a couple of things that I have been using that have made my work from home experience, you know, easier, more enjoyable, and definitely more conducive. And the first thing I want to talk about is something that you may have heard about, definitely a lot of blogs push it. Um, It's called the Pomodoro Technique. And basically what you do is you do your work in blocks. Everybody's um, interpretation of the Pomodoro Technique varies. Uh, Some people say you do a 25-minute block and then you take a 10-minute break. Um, But you can do whatever you think is best, 20 minutes, 25, 30, 35, 40, and then reward yourself with a 5 or 10-minute break. And then once that break is over, jump back into it. Let me tell you, Initially, I thought it was complete and utter rubbish. I was like, hey, this is nonsense, whatever. But in about my third month in, it was definitely um, difficult at times to, you know, just juggle work and then you get up and go make yourself something to eat. And maybe you want to sit at the dinner table and you know, let the TV run for a little bit before you know it, you've eaten three quarters of a sandwich and you're staring at whatever's on the TV. And then you look at the clock and you rush back to your desk or even worse, you're so consumed with work that you lose track of time. You don't eat, you don't get up, you don't stretch, you don't go outside and get sunlight, you know, just very, very difficult stuff. And I got to tell you, ever since I started doing the Pomodoro technique, it has made me more efficient. It's also allowed me to get more accomplished because what I would do is I would do 25 minute block or 30 minute block of my day job, take a 10 minute break, 
use that 10 minutes to do some work for the site or social or anything else, do another 30 minute block, 25, 30 minute block. And then what I would do is with a, um, there's a Pomodoro timer on Android, which I'll share in the show notes for this episode that actually, after you complete four sessions of, you know, 30 minutes of work, you know, four 30 minute sessions, you can take a 20 minute break. And I've been using that version more so just to, uh, get up, stretch my legs, play with my daughter. Um, also, like I said, work on stuff for the site, answer emails, et cetera, and boom, right back into it. And I figure I'd like, I, the goal is always to complete 10, 30 minute sessions. Obviously you can complete more or less, uh, depending on how, you know, how much work you're doing, how involved it is and what you feel you can do. I always tell people to start with something small, like 20 minutes, uh, 20 minutes is easy. It goes by fast. Maybe you're answering some emails, etc. I even try to put um, meetings that I do within the Pomodoro window. So if I'm in a in a meeting and it's 30 minutes and it goes over 30 minutes, then, in, you know, I'm saying to myself, well, I need to either manage my time better or manage the way that this meeting flows, especially if I'm the one running it, which is something that happens a lot. A lot of time vampires, ladies and gentlemen, um, one of those things that rears its head, whether you're working in a regular office or you're working at home, there's so many different time vampires, energy vampires, whether it's uh, phone calls from people that know you work from home, people you live with asking you to do stuff, minutia, maybe you got um, people doing repairs in your house and you got to micromanage or watch them, et cetera, et cetera. There's definitely a lot of time vampires and you have to uh, stake those bastards accordingly and definitely stay on course. So definitely the first thing I recommend is either some sort of Pomodoro timer, tomato timer. Like I said, I'll put recommendations for what I use on iOS and Android in the show notes. And that's step one. Number two, a comfortable damn chair. A lot of people are like, oh, I'll sit on my couch or I'll sit on my bed or I'll sit here. No, a nice dedicated chair for you to sit in. That's the chair you sit in to do work. It's the chair that'll help you go into work mode. And if you're sitting in this chair, eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours, 16 hours, damn it. You need a good chair. Because sitting on the couch, I don't care what happens, sitting on the couch turns to laying on the couch, turns to sleeping on the couch. So definitely not the move. One of the things I made sure to do was to not take my laptop anywhere else in the house. I have it docked in my home office, and I come in, I sit in my chair, and that is priority one. Now, for me to sit here and give you recommendations on chairs, I'm not going to do that, even if it's you know great for affiliate numbers, whatever. Find a chair that works for you. Go go to your local Staples when when this crisis is over. Sit in some chairs. Try some different chairs. Or hell, even you know if you have to go out, that's that's something essential. Go to your local Staples. Sit in a chair. Uh, Staples is one of the few retailers that's open, albeit with limited hours. Um, and just just figure some out. At, talk to other people. Look at chair reviews on YouTube and just decide, do you want a nice dedicated office chair? Do you want a gamer chair? Uh, is that chair going to be on camera if you're going to do any sort of video conferencing? Do you want some big, obnoxious, lime green gamer chair? If if you're cool with that, then so be it. I mean, sometimes that may create some conversation, but definitely a nice 
comfortable chair. If you can get one that has a leg rest that you can extend, which a lot of gamer chairs I've noticed have, which is pretty cool. That's that's a great way to go. Or maybe something to rest your feet. I've seen a few friends of mine recommend a hammock that you put under your desk to hang your feet. Uh, whatever it is, definitely um, get yourself a comfortable chair since you're going to be sitting in it for quite some time. Um, webcams. Especially now that so many of us are working from home, um, you're probably going to have to do a Zoom call or Skype or Microsoft Teams, whatever. Um, There's a couple of different webcams out there. I use a Logitech C920. There's a lot of newer versions of that camera since then. Uh, That's a good one. The Razer Kio is pretty good. Uh, A friend of mine actually used that in a call recently, and I was really impressed because the that camera actually has an LED light around it, which gives you some really good ambient lighting. If you're in a darker, if you're in a, in a area of your home, that's not very well lit. Um, definitely that is key. So a uh, good webcam is important. Next. I have to say, if you have a company cell phone, definitely get yourself a good Bluetooth. More often than not, many of us, Use the the earbuds that come with our phones and plug it in. Nobody wants to hear that. Uh, you want to have your conversations be clear and concise. So a good pair of Bluetooth headphones or a dedicated Bluetooth headset. I use a pair of AirPods for my personal phone, but I have a Plantronics uh, Bluetooth headset that I use for my company phone. It doesn't look overly obnoxious and it looks a little more professional. That's what I use for my work calls works great has noise canceling uh there are times that my daughter will be playing around i'll be feeding my daughter while on a call they won't even know because the noise canceling is pretty damn solid uh so definitely that's another thing i want to recommend um lastly i i cannot stress this enough uh definitely go outside get up walk around do some push-ups uh, go outside, get some sunlight. Uh, many of us are deficient in vitamin D go outside, get some sunlight, stand out there for a few minutes. Um, if you have your own backyard and you're comfortable, you know, with yourself physically go out there, ditch the shirt, get some sunlight. If you're a guy, obviously, if you're a lady, uh, dress accordingly, but definitely get some sunlight. That is important. Uh, because again, can't, you can't work well if you don't have, all of those things, you know, and some nice weather, some sunshine on your face. You'd be surprised what that does for your mood. Um, food, of course, eat accordingly. Try not to get sucked into eating just junk food sitting at your desk, especially because you're home. The temptation is too damn great. Do not fall for it. Um, last but not least, a good home speaker to listen to music, uh, whether it's some sort of a uh, of an Amazon device or some sort of a Google device, definitely uh, go with one of those. There's tons of them out there to choose from. I use one that's paired with my Nest doorbell so that we, especially now with what's going on, I can see the UPS guy drop off packages. I can answer the door again without getting any sort of time vampires, you know, the constant getting up, walk into the door, seeing who it is. I can just uh, see who it is right from the screen on my desk click the microphone, talk to that person. If it's a solicitor that I don't want, I can tell them I'm not interested while, while not even breaking a, a, you know, a stride when it comes to getting work done. So definitely 
very, very, very crucial. Lastly, I have to say, and this is something that a lot of people don't think about, but know when to shut off. Have a dedicated space to do your work and know when to separate it from your home life. Meaning, and this is something that many of us, you know, we have so much trouble with, especially now if we're working from home with our partners, our family members, and our children. Have a dedicated space. Like, I have a small space that's my home office. And if I'm on a call, shut the door, put a do not disturb door hanger. You can buy one of those on Amazon or you can say call in progress, whatever the case may be, or print something out and tape it on your door. Have that separation, but also know that that separation is double sided, meaning that, yes, separate so that people don't bog down or interrupt your work throughout the day. But lastly, also know when to disconnect because, you know, and and, and it, I say this not to be not to dismiss anybody's job, but it's like, listen, unless you're a medical professional, a police officer, someone that's on call, someone who who's doing whose job is something so grandiose that they need to be plugged in at all times, know when to set limits. If your day is eight hours and you have a 40 hour work week and you don't punch a clock and you're a salary employee, take it, take pride in knowing that you have eight hours in a day, 40 hours in a week to get what you have to get done. And when those, when that is over, you shut off your phone, you turn off your corporate laptop or desktop or whatever you may have, and you go hug your kids, have take, go have dinner with your wife, go outside, whatever the case may be. But it's something that is so, so, so trivial, but so many of us fall victim to it. Um, in the early goings, uh, my wife would come home and I'd be like, yeah, I'm just finishing this last thing. And it would be, you know, six o'clock, seven o'clock. And the other thing is that you have to put those, you have to put that also out there for your colleagues who, you know, they think that just because they may, they may not know, it may totally be accidental that they make a phone call at six o'clock and you answer the phone when you shouldn't or seven o'clock just because you're there. You have to really focus on nipping it in the bud and just saying, hey, you know, um, you know, whatever it is, can can I take care of it? You know, is it quick? Because I'll gladly get it out of the way right now. If not, I'm on the way out. Even if it's on if you're on your way out to go sit in your dining room, you know, hey, I'm on the way out. Um, can I call you back tomorrow or can I shoot you an email in the morning and we can reconvene? I only say this because one of the biggest things and I attribute this to uh, my good friend James Lopez from Fatherhood is Lit, is presence over presence, meaning be there with your kids and don't just think that buying them the latest game, the latest handheld, the latest um, iPad is enough. Be there, be present. One of the things I've been grateful for being able to work from home, aside from just being able to bond with my daughter, is being there for those great moments you know, her first steps when she rolled over for the first time, the first time she stood up, which I actually saw her sneaking, sneaking around on a babe on the baby monitor while I was working. I genuinely paused and just watched her in amazement as she walked back and forth in the crib, even though she didn't let us know she was walking. Um, these are these are little things. And again, I say this just as a parent, but, you know, maybe maybe you want to sit outside on your stoop and pet your dog for, for half an hour, whatever it is, like definitely know when to separate 
one from the other and you know again be be very very firm with that know that if your workday starts at nine and you're done at five you're done at five i mean of course things are going to happen things are going to get in the way but if you have people that are counting on you that that really value and need your time then you got to do what you have to do to protect that time because guess what you can lose a dollar but you can always find a dollar in the street you lose an hour you're never getting that hour back you're never getting that 30 minutes back that that 30 minute meeting that that because of of back talk and nonsense turned into a 45 minute or an hour meeting guess what you're not going to get that extra time back and unfortunately that's that's going to be something that over these next few weeks as many of you work from home you're going to see that that becomes a thing because it's going to be oh let's talk about what's going on in the with with the virus or the politics or when am i getting my thousand dollar check or whatever and that's great you know and if you want to dedicate time to that that's fine but just remember every minute you spend doing that is a minute that you lose you know playing catch with your kids in the backyard or reading your kid a story or sitting down on the couch and just watching a movie with your wife or whatever the case may be and you know those are those are the toys and tech of the uh, the quarantine trade so to speak and i think that coming back from such a long hiatus i wanted to come back and just do something a little bit more a little bit more casual um especially because like i said we're we're all in this together now. All of us are being affected by this in different ways. And I just wanted to do my part, give you guys a little a little value and give you guys something that can hopefully help you and be actionable. So let me not drag this out. We've pretty much gone a little over 25 minutes. Uh, this is pre-editing, of course. Um, so with that said, what happens next with Toys and Tech of the Trade? Well, you know, now that I've hit the record on this microphone and I've kind of got back to it, I've re-recorded this episode at least three times already. Uh, I think this is the one uh, we're back to it. We're going to try and just now that people have a little bit more dispensable time, we're going to try and get some more interviews in some more creators uh, have a wish list of people that I want to speak to share their stories, share their tech and their toys with you. Uh, hopefully give you guys some value. And also as always just, help you guys be distracted. You know, my job in addition to giving you valuable things is just to entertain. You know, you can sit here and hear the sound of my voice and it might get you through the day or it might put a smile on your face or you might say, Hey, that guy's full of crap, but at least you reacted and you did something. And with that, my job is done. So, uh, we're back to it. We're going to have new episodes. Um, definitely probably going to stick with bi-weekly, uh, maybe monthly, not sure yet. We're gonna, we'll see how the schedule goes, but we're going to try and get a couple episodes in and return to our bi-weekly schedule. In some other notes, um, just real quick, our two podcasts, uh, Turnbuckle Tablet and Call Me When It's Over, celebrated milestone anniversaries uh, as part of the RageWorks Network. So congratulations to uh, Josie's boy from Call Me When It's Over and Jay and Olski from Turnbuckle Tabloid for uh, their milestones and anniversaries, which again, just really great work from those guys. If you're into wrestling, definitely check out Turnbuckle Tabloid. Uh, if you want something a little different uh, that's artistic and tackles culture and racial issues and relationship issues, then 
Uh, definitely a big endorsement to Josie's Boy and Alexis from, from Call Me When It's Over. Uh, they're killing it over there. Of course, check out Black is the New Black. And if you're into photography, content creation, podcasting, definitely check out uh, Jose Betancourt. Uh, latest edition is Cheese, a photography podcast. Uh, all of those are on the Rageworks Network, available on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, and hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, we'll be debuting on Pandora very, very soon. Lastly, one other show is heading your way, um, you know, because, of course, I don't have a thousand other things to do, uh, but I've been kicking around a show, uh, which is kind of going to be an audio blog. Uh, it's just going to be more life-centric, uh, just because my things that have gone on in my life have been very, very interesting uh, for a... a uh, a litany of reasons and um i want to take some of those stories share them with you guys i think it's going to be therapeutic for me uh just because a lot of them are just locked in and i think that by sharing them with all of you it may impact you and help you get through whatever situations you may be getting through there's going to be uh life advice there's going to be some stories um it's just going to be a more unfiltered stream of consciousness so to speak uh, it's not going to be um, a long running show, maybe 25, 25, 50 episodes tops uh, tackling different things. Like I said, life stories, uh, things that are going on in my life, world views on certain things that I just don't want to share in this particular podcast or any and any of the others. So um, the first three episodes for that are pretty much recorded and I'm going to try and get five together before releasing it. So be on the lookout for that. It's going to be called Tales from the Brown Side. So um, there's there's a lot of jokes there. And uh, we'll discuss that title at a later date. So with that said, as always, thank you for letting me grace your headphones and your ears uh, with my voice and sharing my stories, my insights and everything in between. Uh, brand new episodes of Toys and Tech of the Trade will be released bi-weekly. As always, to find out more about Toys and Tech of the Trade, visit us at the RageWorksNetwork.com or visit us at RageWorks.net. You can also find RageWorks on your social media platforms of your choice. If you want to keep up with me personally, you can follow me on Instagram, RageWorksRich, and also follow RageWorks there as well. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, or would like to be a guest on a future episode of Toys and Tech of the Trade, you can email me, rich at rageworks.net. You can also, if you use the Podit service, reach out there. Uh, Podit is a great way to connect podcasters with potential guests or connect potential guests with podcasters. It's P-O-D-D-I-T. You can look up Toys and Tech of the Trade there. If you're interested in being a guest, set up a profile. Uh, Brent Basham and his crew are doing a great job over there, and it is a service I wholeheartedly endorse. Links to everything we've discussed in this episode will be in the show notes. As always, full transparency, they may be affiliate links, which if you use them, it it's at no cost to you. We receive a small commission, which allows us to keep the lights on and continue delivering great content for you, the listener. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up this Toys and Tech of the Trade. I am glad to be back, and I look forward to speaking with you in the coming weeks and sharing some kick-ass guests. Thanks for listening. Peace.
Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets. No, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese. Or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece chicken McNuggets, juicy quarter pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Some call it insight. Others call it vision. At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from, from a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture and whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything, what will help you succeed today and tomorrow. Open yourself to a new perspective and open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com RIA. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC.